podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. And today's special guest is Jero, a rapper from Columbus, Ohio, who rose to fame as a solo artist after LeBron James featured his debut single, Really Got It, on his Instagram channel right before the NBA playoffs. This feature created a massive wave for Jero, which opened up opportunities to perform at the NBA Finals and get his song featured on NBA 2K and a National Beats commercial. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Jero's been in the game for over 10 years, coming up in a rap group called Fly Union that released several albums featuring artists such as Big Sean, Currency, Dom Kennedy, and Chip the Ripper, to name a few. Some of the things that you can expect in this episode are the first time he met LeBron in 2009 and got confirmation that Bron fucked with his group's music. How his rap group Fly Union was able to land their first nationwide tour with TDE and Kendrick Lamar right at the exact time that Good Kid Mad City was dropping. The difficult time when his Fly Union group imploded shortly after landing a major label deal with Interscope. The moment he woke up and saw LeBron James posted his very first single as a solo artist on his Instagram feed right before he took an IG hiatus, resulting in an insane amount of attention on his song. His experience performing at the 2016 NBA Finals and getting to take his father to his first NBA game to see his son perform. And guess what? LeBron won the finals that year. It's fucking crazy. How working out opened up his mental clarity to allow him to create his latest project, Keep Everything Yourself. And so much more. This dude's story is incredible and a testament to determination. We're excited for you to hear this one today. Um, but first, if this is your first time tuning in the podcast, you are probably wondering. What the fuck is Black With No Cream? Great question. Black With No Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black With No Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. All right, that's it. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every single Wednesday and Sunday for a new Black Window Cream podcast episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Black With No Cream. Uh, send us a screenshot if you're listening to this episode so we know that you're tuned in. Make sure to follow us on YouTube to access all of our educational content and share this episode out with someone who needs it. If you find it helpful, that would be awesome. And without further ado, I bring to you my episode with Jero in the most epic podcast intro ever created. Right, motherfucking now! Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. All right, that's enough. Podcast started. It's officially on. Bro, how you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. I just got back from Chicago, so... Today? No, last night. Woo! Late last night, so I'm a little exhausted. What were you doing in Chicago? All-Star Weekend. Oh, right. Yeah, Gallivanting. Was it cool? It was cold. <laughs> I believe it was cold. And everyone, I saw Kanye had those trucks or whatever, yeah. like, rolling around the city, and yeah. I, I totally forgot All-Star Weekend was in Chicago. I was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to drive those. I wish they had just picked, like, a warm climate. Right. To do all, like, Super Bowl, All-Star events. 
I mean, it was in LA like before. I'm gonna have you talking to the mic a little bit. More, I'm a bad. So you're good. Um, there we go. They had, I think, the last one was last one I went. The only one I went to was in LA. Yeah, and I was like, this is perfect. Down the street. Yeah, it's fucking layup. But uh, that's shit. That's dope. So did you play shows or anything like that? Nah, shaking hands, kissing babies. Yeah. 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 How often are you doing stuff like that? Networking like that? It depends. Like. I mean, since, you know, I just dropped the album, so yeah. it just made sense, you know, to get FaceTime. And it's like one of those things where you know everybody's going to be there. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't. Yeah, right. If you can if you can make it there, then, then go. Yeah, you know? of course. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like being around basketball and your, like, success yeah. bubbling off that is, like, it makes too much sense, right? Like, yeah. you kind of got the key. <laughs> yeah, I was in a lot of, I was in some rooms that... Some good rooms. Yeah, I say that. Yeah. Come on, tell us about the rooms, man. Those are some some good rooms. It was uh, dope. Yeah, it was dope. It's dope. I mean, it's always good to you know touch touch a base with people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even when you live in the same city, because it's like it's it's like people just like seeing other people in spaces. Ex- like and not in the city or yeah, living in. yeah. It's like oh okay oh you you out here too you get into it that yeah. kind of thing you know is that weird. But a like little. you be in LA and they, no one's hitting each other up. Right, right. It's like, yo, we're here at the we're at the Super Bowl. Like I was just in Miami. Everyone was in Miami. And they're like, let's link, let's link. I'm like, why am I trying to link with you guys? We live in the same spot. Like I got way more shit to do here. I, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, but that is interesting. It. That's an interesting attraction, bro. Yeah. You, I'm excited for this interview because I honestly I didn't shot to search. He set this thing up again. Appreciate you, bro. Um, it. I I was looking into you. Yeah. This first off, great music, bro. Appreciate Congratulations it. on you. your success. You've been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah, a little bit. I love it because yeah, I was bit. as I was doing the research. I'm like popping around. I'm looking on YouTube and stuff. And I like I before I got into video stuff, I was doing yeah. music too. And we used okay. to rap and do all kinds of shit yeah, in yeah. Iowa. Which shout out to your hoodie they wearing. Oh yeah. He pulled up with the Iowa sweatshirt. You know, I was, it was like very intentional, you know. <laughs> uh, but we we were doing music and it was crazy because when I was looking at what you guys were creating early on, mm-hmm. uh, Fly Union that was yep. your group. Yep. Yep. Um, which is no longer a group. No, nah, we we imploded. The group imploded like 2014. Right, okay. Yeah. So looking at it, I used to do, we had a group too. And so coming up doing that and trying to figure out how we're going to make videos, right. how we're going to try to play shows and do right. all this shit, I felt like a very interesting synergy there or whatever. And then you went on to continue to be mm-hmm. dope at music and I never did. I fucking <laughs> figured out how to use the camera, stay behind the lens. You, you made it, you've done pretty well for yourself. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was cool, man. I'm like, you like looking at some of the early videos it was like you guys in the studio in the house like you're from yeah. Ohio and getting your start there early early on do you feel like I mean the the length in this trajectory like starting out how do you feel compared to at the time starting some with a group because I think it's so interesting for people who start mm-hmm. in a group you weren't doing anything solo before that right no no I've always been a team player per se right um, good bad or indifferent you know like a lot of times when you're in a collective there's always well not always but in my particular case there was a lot of noise from that you know from the fans from the hecklers like you know why don't you do try to do your solo thing you know um yeah, but i just appreciated i think some of it was maybe it was you know my lack of um confidence in being a solo act you right. know um because it was very in-house like we we did everything in-house mm. um engineering producing writing sometimes we did our own videos so it was very like you know it was DIY yeah yeah it was a you know and there was some comfortability there you know Um, but like the solo thing I I guess was the universe telling me you know um, like I feel like sometimes if you don't make a decision the universe will make it for you right you know yeah so is that what happened like you could basically (laughs) so it all kind of that's it's so weird because i think like when you start right like you find your interest in music i'm interested i want to go back to like how you got into it but 
we all start to love something. We want to be a part of something. And obviously, you lean on your friends. Yeah. And so you lean on your friends. You start something right out the gate as a group. But it's like, I don't know. And you just look at rap groups specifically, you kind of can identify each person. Sometimes yeah. you see rap groups that are just, you, it's, it only comes as one package and you're bummed if they're separated. Right, but right. that's because they didn't identify themselves, which right. is weird. We always ran into that early on. I always, I see other people go through it. So it's interesting from, from your perspective because you made it out. You know what I mean? Like having gone, not made it out, like you could yeah, continue with it. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you were able to survive as a solo after spending so much time building up the name of a group. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and to this point, to that point, I, I, a lot of people sh- Diehard Fly You fans still may not even they just know the group. Right. They're like, where the group go? Yeah, so they yeah. may not even realize, you know, some of us are still actively making music, That's which interesting. is which is ironic in a way. Yeah. Um because, you know, like the artists that I'm into, I, I kinda keep up with. Right. Um but I also notice that a lot of people just aren't um just information seekers, you know? Mm. Like they're very, you know, let it come to me. What comes to me is what what I dive into, you know, right. and not actually, you know, really trying to seek and find new music. Right. And, and, and like at the time when Fly You ended in 2014, like Instagram sort of started making it make sense then. So there's so many people that aren't paying attention to the yeah. current trends of what we use for mm-hmm. social media to distribute our information. You know what I mean? Like if you, especially we, you were on YouTube before, but it wasn't like subscribe to my channel as like right. a, platform it was just my stuff's here and it didn't really make sense like that back in the yeah day. yeah definitely it's definitely crazy. now it's like very you know subscribe f- follow right um and you know and even back then too you know blogs were a thing so even if you weren't following the group on the socials you could go to a blog and they have the new you know latest album project yeah. song or, or whatnot so yeah, were you yeah. living on blogs like actively, like kind of like seeing what was, what else was happening and and really focus on that or trying to get placements on blogs? Yeah, I mean they definitely played a big role in our t- trajectory yeah. for sure because you know when things were bubbling, like at the time Fly Union, it was a moment where it was like you know Pac Div, Dom Kennedy, Currency, Wiz. Um, I know I'm leaving a lot of a lot Big of Sean, Mac Miller, all yeah, these people yeah, that took over blogs. Yeah, like. so it was like we were in in that class, you right. know. Um, and so blogs were definitely, you know, I mean, it's the the playlists are the new blog, you know. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. We had uh, um, Z from DJ Booth. He runs uh-huh. DJ Booth. He yeah, was yeah. on here not too long ago. And it was cool hearing that perspective from the blog's point of view because it's like you guys really – picked a lot of fates for a lot of artists you know what i mean how that how important that is like obviously your fans can do so much for you but when you're in the beginning stages like uh, almost all the current artists that have been around for more than four years right came from blogs you yeah. know what i mean like yeah we all just banked on that that was our resource that was our cosign or our, our radio if they weren't being yeah. played you know it's exactly. crazy um all right so before you get in uh, before we get into all, all the music stuff like early early on you, you're from ohio yeah from cleveland Cle- Columbus. Columbus? Yeah, yeah. Close. Yeah, we like two. So Central Ohio is Columbus, Central Ohio. Right. Um, Ohio State is in our backyard. Right. Um, two hours northeast is Cleveland. Oh, got you, got yeah. you, got you, got you. And then, so I got a lot of northeastern Ohio friends. And so a lot of people, they just assume, right. you know, I'm from Cleveland. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, it's Columbus. I, uh, yeah. People always said, think I'm from like, Fucking Idaho, not Iowa. <laughs> I feel you, so my bad. That's <laughs> all good. I, you know, I'm I'm used to explaining it. We had Chip the Ripper on here. Oh, he word, was on word. here. Do you know Cal Scrooby? I, I I know him. 
I, I know him. Right. I know him enough to say I know him. Through, well yeah, enough. right. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. of Ohio people that mm-hmm. I'm affiliated to. But yeah, Chip was on here not too long ago. Kyle's a great friend of mine. He was right. like one of my first friends out here. You guys okay, should look, I feel like you guys would do some shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's come a long way too. Yeah, um, no, no. I've, I've I've watched from afar. Like, um, we got we got we got a chat. <laughs> <laughs> but so chat. so coming up, at, like, what was your upbringing like? I'm interested to hear like kind of the beginning stages mm-hmm. of it because we all have different paths of how yeah. this clicks for us you know what i mean so i'm interested to see how it started for you yeah just like yeah what was like your family life know, like um, like coming up i think i read somewhere you got like four sisters yeah so it's a, it's a song on on the new project uh which is called keep everything yourself um and so it's called blended family so in that song i just literally break down the the family dynamic of you know my father and mother being married at a young age having me and my older sister then getting divorced um, father remarrying mm. um, to a to a woman who had two kids herself, right? And then they then had a daughter together. You know, then my mother had two more daughters. So the dynamic was was very you know interesting, especially in retrospect when you look back. Like, damn, like you know that's how we you know how we made it out. You know, right. um, because you there's a lot of you know the more people, the more variables. You, right. That you, you can try to control, but you can't control. So, right. um, you know, it seemed it was normal to me growing, living in it. But you know, when I look back, it's like, yeah, it was, it was a lot going on. Yeah, what it take like seven verses to explain all that <laughs> shit in the song, <laughs> right? Basically, it's yeah. crazy. It's that's not, yeah. So then, was it? How was it? You know, I my parents are still married right. and shit. So I never yeah. experienced that, and I've seen some of my friends go through having families that are divorced and yep. stuff. How connected are you to the siblings that come from the other, you know, the other wife mm-hmm. and that? Like, did, how did your family kind of stick together? Did you guys ride it out and it was felt normal or what? Yeah, um, I, I think it's a lot of. Um, I don't think it's any diff, no different from for most families. You know, it's a lot of just. I mean, humans are just fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. You know, like, like I know people who come from, you know, same parent household and the kids are just, like, screwed, you know? Right. Um, I know people who, you know, didn't have a family, didn't have any stability, and, you know, they're doing good for themselves. So it's, I think it's just hit or miss, mm. you know? Um, I think luckily for me, growing up, like, um, my... F- we... I went to school... So I grew up on... We call it the South Side, but it's kind of like uh, Far East Side um, of Columbus, and so. But I went to school and went to church on the North Side. Right. So that doing and doing that that allowed me to make friends and meet people outside of my neighborhood, because um, the neighborhood, um, you know, it wasn't um, an affluent neighborhood. Let's say. Okay. Um, so that then that allowed me to stay out of you know the streets or out of. Yeah. Um, you know, shit, just shit my, my peers might have been doing. You know, like, I wasn't riding bikes in my neighborhood and, you know, throwing rocks at cars and right, shit. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Up. Like, and if we did, I was doing it in another neighborhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I said it to say, like, you know, that I think that just, in, in many ways, just kind of s- sheltered me in a way. Right. Um, probably even just saved me, you know, just from falling into some, some just some neighborhood shit that I shouldn't have been into. Yeah, no, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's interesting. Is it is it like like in, in some of the videos, I think um damn, what video was it? I was watching. I mean, I, I digest so much content cuz we just booked this shit like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of shots of like you in a neighbor, bunch of neighborhoods and uh-huh. it's kind of more ran down. Probably is, really, that's probably really got it. Is that the east side? So, it's it's 
south side south um, side but really these yeah, it's like far far south of the it's like <laughs> near near east whatever they call it it's, yeah it's a word but we just call it the south side but is that up. like your name that's like yeah, where so you're that, from so in really got it that that house that i'm rapping in the yard like that, that's where i grew up legend stuff oh cool yeah that's, where I grew up at. Yeah. that's the actual house yeah wow yeah. yep bro there's like millions of views on that shit yeah isn't that weird uh i don't know I don't know. It's like it's one of the things where you. This is what you want. You want millions of views, you know. No, of course. Um, I'm just saying, like the idea of um, you, that, that's where you. This all comes from, like you. Yeah. Years and years of like experiences added up to you making one song that then all all of a sudden millions of people are right. turning around and looking at your house, right? Like right. seeing where it comes from. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. No, it is. It is. I, I went. I actually tried to buy it. Um, it had it on like the um the county site for like five stacks. Really? So I had like a, um, a, a contract to go look at, and he was like, nice, you know. Oh, yeah. So you might as well just, if you buy it and tear it down, I was right. like, well, that defeats the point. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. So, but I was back home like in October, and I rode by. Somebody bought it, didn't tear it down, and I'm like, well, shit. Like, <laughs> it still works? Yeah. People I, are still living in it? Well, it probably was the contractor that, that I had to ah, look at it. <laughs> shit. He's like, yeah, it's a bad deal. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, I just got the best deal ever. Yeah, exactly. Motherfucker. That's crazy. Damn, man, that sucks. Yeah. I, I always love that. Um, there's like an element, especially when you're in the creative field, it's like there's this element of attaching these memories mm-hmm. into what you're doing now. Like something where it's like, I want people to experience what it was like for me walking around my neighborhood in the rain when I had my paper route. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. some shit. Like, no one will ever know what that feeling is, but I think about that feeling all the time. That feeling kind of resonates and helps me create certain things, which is weird. Yeah. And so I just think it's cool that you can show people, you're literally showing people me- that maybe no one knows or they don't understand that that's your crib, but like, right. that's yeah, where it like, started. No, yeah, literally, that's where, you know, that's where we, we you know, that's where we learn how to do chores. And right. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, like, um, it's, it's a song... I think it's the last album because the address is 800 South Champion. I say, born and raised in Columbus, born and raised in the South Side of Columbus. That's where I learned not to die, basically. Damn. Like, and so it's it's kind of morbid, but it's like really you just learn the ins and outs of how to move. Right. You know, um, yeah. you know what what corners or what streets not to walk down. You know, right. um, but even growing up, you like a lot of neighborhood kids. You know, they. I remember one time, um, you could tell that that they knew. You were about, I want to say more, but but you you weren't trying you you were on a different path, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. um, there's some people who you know fall into into shit and they just stay. Um, this is you know yeah product of their environment. Right. Um, but it was like you know like my pops had us outside like picking up trash, right. you know, to keep the neighborhood clean. Yeah. So like when when neighborhood kids see that. They know you're trying to figure something out. Yeah, you know, it's just a little, you know, they're not approaching me with the same, like, um, ideas that they might, you know, another kid, you know. Super wild. Yeah. It's like, how, it's interesting to, like, think of, like, say you're you're sucked into that lane. Like, you can't drive out of that lane, right? There's yeah. so many people that get stuck in that shit. Definitely. It's interesting from that person in that driver's seat to see someone else out the window and realize that they're going and they got onto another lane right and that they're kind of like trying to steer away from that shit which definitely. is weird like they're trying not to, i mean there's definitely some people that there's like people that want to try to suck you in and get you to yeah, be a part of it yeah obviously but it's interesting that people you could feel that people may have looked at you different because you were trying to do it different right right and and, and it may not have been 
I mean, like I have no rhyme or reason for why, you know, some of the decisions I've made led me to this point, you right. know, because um, it could have went another way for me, you yeah. know, and for a lot of people, you know. So it's like, you know, a lot of this, you know, is it's a little a little luck. Man, that's yeah. nuts. So then, so, you know, you're going over to that side of, you're staying out of your neighborhood, going to this other neighborhood. Is this where you kind of build, start building your rock of friends and like your people that you grew up with? and Yeah, so a lot of the, the, the guys I grew up with, we all went to the same church. Okay. So it was, it was more so, you know, my, my parents trusted their parents. They knew them, you know, because, you know, they saw them grow up, right, you know. Right. So it was more of a, um, there was a, the trust factor there, you know. So yeah. if I say, yo, I'm going to um, Swift's house, you know, it was like, all right, cool, you know. Right. Um, just was it wasn't a lot of pushback you know yeah um so yeah so so for the most part you know and then they lived on the north side so when it was time to pick a school i'm like well i want to go where my friends are at you know so i went to school in the north side it sounds like your parents like like uh, maybe you showed like signs of responsibility that made them see early on that they could trust you you know what i mean like is that true or no (laughs) i mean Um, it takes a minute for some people are just like yeah all right i know that person i I think a lot of it was just because for a long time I was hanging out with a lot of guys six like six years of my senior. Okay. Um so it was that element too. It was like, right. oh, you know, that's the pastor's son, the Dinkin son. You can go hang out with yeah, them. Right. Little do they know, you know, we had <laughs> college parties and shit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I got arrested with them guys. Really? You know? Yeah. Uh, for the first time? First and only. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's in high school? And or no, literally, you were younger. Literally it was like my um the weekend before I started ninth grade. For at a college party? No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shit, how'd they react to that? To the arresting part? Yeah. Um, it was. They were hot. Yeah, yeah. Pops was hot. <laughs> yeah, he was hot. It's cool. To, it's like as you kind of do that. Like for me, I was I always found myself mobbing around with like old, my older friends. Like yeah. one of my friends still to this day, we work on shit together. And mm-hmm. I was at a car wash. He was at a car wash, but he played baseball in college, and I just felt like a connection to him because it felt like he was much more grown than the friends I was around right, at the time right. to an extent. Um, and there's something where it's like you're already learning from people who've already lived six more years than you. You know what I mean? And you can kind of pull from that shit. That's why we look up to authors and things yeah. like that. Yeah, it's a real thing, you know, because I mean, I can't say I was more mature than, than the average kid my age. Right. Um, but just being around, you know, it's like it's like it was like having multiple big brothers in a sense. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. So I get to see the dumb shit they were doing. <laughs> yeah. and decide if I wanted to do it or not. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but then they also would, would check me, you know, when I did dumb shit. Right. So it was like that, you know, a healthy balance. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Who put you on to music? Like, when did when did music and creativity, like, start to So, like, my, um, my my brother, my, my stepbrother, he kind of, because he started rhyming before I did. Really? So, yeah. And so it was kind of like, oh, I want to do that too. Yeah. You know, so we used to just do talent shows at church and, and whatnot. Um, and that's really how we started that's that's what started my journey, mm. you know, in in the music. So what it would be like you both rapping, or was it just like he had his like performance? You'd have a performance. Now like, we were like group duo, <laughs> group. Yeah. It? So so to the point of being in a group, like I, I've been in a group all my life. Right. Exactly. You know? From the start. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So what would what would you guys do? Like, how would you guys try to run like a, a Sunday church session? Like, you know, like how what, what just break it down for me? Like when you first start, was it like? No, I was more so like like talent shows or like um oh it wasn't so it wasn't just rapping it was like doing acting or doing like what kind of talent yeah so so for example so like at the church uh if there were like they would have like host these for lack of a better term like talent nights or whatnot right so some people would do 
poetry or dance, and we would get up there and rap. Right. Yeah. So, so you so literally just stand up and rap to was there a beat or you just yeah we just pick an instrumental and just start freestyling and rap, and rap. And, you know and it was it was horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like you know when you got kids talking about Jesus, you know people went <laughs> yeah. <they're> like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like you, you, you can't do no wrong. Right, yeah, it's exactly. like that's like when you do stuff like when you do merch, right. which is stayed on it, and when you talk about God, those are the two like like proof, like fail proof plans. Right, yeah, yeah safe route. Yeah. Is, is it a was there something like a reaction that you felt that kind of made it click for you? Like getting up, performing in front of whoever. There's something there always, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was if it was like yo, I get a rush from doing it. Um, it, it just felt like it's just was this is what I do, right? You know, um, like just for a long time, especially like I was talking to my homie and I was saying how like it's, it's crazy because up until probably like high school was the first time I ever was self conscious about making music. Really? Yeah, because before that it was, you know, ah, oh, you know. Oh, this is amazing It's amazing You know it's dope You know cause it was You know gospel rap Christian rap right. Whatever um, But then when you get to high school It's like It was a different crowd You know what I mean Like yeah. Wasn't nobody listening to, 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 to quote unquote gospel rap right, right, You know right. what I mean So it was like um, And I didn't I didn't cuss at the time So it was like The content of my music Was just different You know right. um, But I, I just remember Being in Cyphers And the reaction Wasn't the same and it wasn't because I, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, rap, but it was just the content just didn't resonate. Yeah, you know? people were trying probably yeah. diss and more, and yeah, you know, it's yeah. more negative shit that you want to bring up in a freestyle or whatever to yeah. just kind of clown on somebody. Who else was was it? Was Shaq? Did Shaq have like a? He didn't cuss, didn't he? Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. He didn't cuss. Yeah. Who else? It was a lot of people that <clears> did. Yeah, and that was, but it was rare. It felt like more rare. I, I guess maybe. I mean, I didn't. Like I was in church and stuff But I wasn't paying attention Too much yeah. to it So it wasn't like That's what I was seeking out But I feel like Every once in a while You hear about these people That would have There was a whole lane of it Yeah And it was It was more positive rap Like right. which is yeah. interesting Yeah yeah Positive, positive rap, rap Or sharing stories about Trials and tribulations And, and breaking through it But mm-hmm. it had a lead of positivity To yeah. it But yeah I could imagine You get to a high school And everyone yeah. gets grouped together From different parts of the neighborhood And shit And then everyone gets into it You kind of Right find yourself right like, and, it, it, and at some point It became like a shtick Like a like I know Nobody else is doing it So that's why I'm doing it mm. Not necessarily Because I believed in it you Right know? Um, And I see a lot of people Falling into that trap too yeah. Like It's it's different In you know That attention that you get Oh well you know It's different Like we don't Usually hear that We don't get that Blah 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 Keep going Right You know but it wasn't like You know it was like Okay I'm doing this Because I believe in it You know Right um, So yeah So eventually you know I found my, myself <laughs> yeah. What changing Like do you feel like You kind of started To ch- kind of change The way you were Making music Or, or Yeah definitely music? Definitely Because I started Like my lifestyle Started to change You right. know Like after you um, You know Take a step back And you just start To analyze Like okay what are, what are people Really saying Like you know Like Like why are you So concerned about Explicitives In music When like Literally, the the stars, uh, the the national anthem is talking about owning slaves. It just sounds, it just sounds poetic. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like like there's so much literature, people saying some fucked up shit, but it just sounds, um, 
you know, like scholarly. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, if but you when, leave a certain set of yeah. words out, you can make it. Yeah, but if I say fuck shit ass bitch, like people, oh my God. Yeah, right, you know, right. Like, right. Like, what are we really talking about? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and yeah. most of, I mean, obviously mainstream, like you have no cussing on TV. They won't let that shit happen. Right. You can't cuss on the radio. So everything's a clean song online or on the radio or it's bleeped out, but yeah. it's in a way it disguises it. So parents can't be upset that their kids are hearing some obviously that says fuck but they switch it to wit, wit, or whatever like you know what right I mean? right that's interesting so then as you're in high school like are you and for music for that case is it is you are you and your brother like kind of starting to take it more serious like are you on the internet and focusing on other people that are doing similar shit or it's just it just kind of just took legs of, of his own because you know you got you got your, your jocks mm. people that play sports and then you have you know the subgroup of like kids in high school and then right. you had us who rap right. you know what I mean so we, we were just known as the rappers yeah you know so it's like you know high school game football games we there at halftime kicking sight you know rapping and shit yeah, right. so it became that's what we became known for yeah. so, so it was like alright well then that's us you know right yeah. Was there, did anyone ever throw parties and shit? You guys tried to throw parties during high school to like try to host shows or do anything like that? I mean we were doing shows you were um, doing shows? yeah we just weren't throwing them ourselves so what, what did you play like a venue? yeah it would be like um Venues that we weren't old enough to get into, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, like so. You know, the homies will have to, you know, convince, please, wh- whoever. You yeah, know. right. So it's a lot of those. You right. Know? So yeah. at this time, when, at what point do you start form the group? So it kind of just evolved. Like at that moment, th- th- there was a group too. It just became a thing because it's multiple. You know, homies. Right. And we all are into music, and so. It, you know those things where you just look up and be like, oh shit, it's a group. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was like that. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. was it was your brother a part of the group? Yep, yep. Wow. So it's you, your brother, and I, so when they when you're reading on it, it's like there's two, uh, two producers it's, and a, a rapper. So it, but evolved. it sets up like that. It's like the beginning, the first group, it was like on some Wu Tang shit. You know okay, what I mean? Like, yeah, everyone's trading off. It's like seven, yeah. of, you know, and then eventually it led to three of us in Fly Union. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. word. So the Wu Tang version of Fly Union existed before Fly Union existed. Right. Exactly. Okay, right. So how long was that? Like you guys were doing that? Um, a few years. You know what I mean? Then, you know how relationships go. It's like, you know, life happens and people fall off and right. you know and go in their own direction or. So yeah, yeah. So who who are the official members that make it out of the seven? <laughs> who made it on it the was, final uh, round? It was myself, Jero, Swift, and Eyeball. Okay, word. Yeah, is yeah. your brother's name Swift? No, no. So he, your brother's not part of it? No, not the not, not the three, the three that, thing. Okay, got that it. The world knows. Did he still do music, or was he just kind of like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he really? did. He did. Does he still do music? Mm-hmm. Nice. That's dope. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so as you're doing these shows and people. I, does it become something like at the high school where you're like bopping around trying to promote the shows and get everyone to pull up and like flyer in the school and sort of so th- I mean there was some shows where it could you know it was for you know you know it's high it's parties in high school too right, right. so you know we, we we performed at some of those you know we would go to other schools and do their like multi cultural events you right. know um, but for the most part a lot a lot of the p- performances was um, showcases um venues that you know our peers couldn't get into right. anyway yeah, yeah sure so yeah. then as you guys form the group this becomes kind of it's more center focused on like a career almost like 
uh, you guys are starting to take it more serious like yo okay there's other groups that are doing this shit and like we kind of have the sauce and let's yeah. run it like this is that how you guys started it with that mentality or was it the same thing you just looked up and you had a group same because i don't i don't think it it ever dawned on me to say like yo you know i could i can make some money doing this you know right. it was just more so like i've been doing it for so long like it's just what i do right you know so I, i'm seeing it through right that kind of thing interesting yeah what what was some of like the first highlights where you guys started seeing like true growth with it like mm. i mean the, the the blog era really you yeah. know because at that point um like you you look you're seeing groups or artists that you listen to and you're on the same you know page as them right you know so it's like at that point then it started to, we started to connect with you know like like-minded groups or individuals who you know from other cities right who are doing the same thing you know cool kids for example you know like um that been so dope yeah yeah so it's like you know just at that point then then i think that's when it started to like um like oh okay right so you know? what were you guys put, like what would get put on the blogs was it just like an mp3 and like yeah so art? so we, we did a lot of projects so it wasn't too much like loose um songs right so it was usually like you know a mixtape then then we did an album um and then fly union would do like these um we called them value packs so we'd okay. do like three to four songs a month and put it out uh, that's dope. so each of them would have like a feature artist like the first one we had big sean right um then we had like willie the kid then mm. we had dom kennedy um then we had um who else? Um, I know something. I saw it's, yeah, chip, yeah. There's chip. mad people. Yeah, yeah. Out. So, so that <clears throat> is really when people started to say, "Oh, okay." Because for a minute, like a lot of people thought we were from LA or the West Coast. Really? Yeah, because of the style. Maybe that, um, but the the connection with like Dom, mm. you know. Um, and it's funny too because I always tell people that the irony of it is that a lot of you know West Coast artists were settling. Ohio, Chicago artists. So people were attributing this this like Midwest sound to West Coast artists. Right. You know, and that was the irony of it. It's like yeah, um, funny. Yeah, it's just kind of trippy a little. Like, you know, y- y'all sound like y'all from LA and it's like, well, they actually sample they Arsh- sample in our shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So what what like how okay, so you get Big Sean's like the first artist feature that you guys mm-hmm. did? How did you secure that? I mean, at this time, it's probably what? He's just starting to bubble up? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the way it worked, um, back to my Cleveland friends. So, um, you know, this is this is before Brian left the first time. Okay. Um, and so, like, everybody came <clears throat> came to Cleveland. Like, if you, you know, they, they would come to see, you know, see, see Brian play. Right. And so... We would often get, you know, the who's who's coming to Cleveland. And my homies up there, they were, you know, they had a foot on nightlife, you know. So when they came to the city, it's like, yo, this is what you do. This is where you go. We got this party. Right. Come here. Yeah. We'll go to the game. Let's go to the game. Oh, by the way, Fly Union, they they dope and they make beats. So let's get in the studio. Yeah, so right. it was like, you know, shout yeah. out to... Uh, Ducky Smalls on that one. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That's sick. So they were kind of just running the city as far as like events mm. and like what the, what was mm. going on or whatever. So what they would just in that case, Big Sean, you guys really did a studio session or was it something where yeah. you wrote a verse for yep. it later? Yeah, studio session. Like Damn, we, that's we had, crazy. We had Sean in a, in a session, um, currency in a session. 
Um, you know, we we had one with Wale, it just didn't. It, it, nothing came out of that right. one. <laughs> he's from Ohio, isn't he? No, Is he's he from, from um, Baltimore. Is it Baltimore? Yeah. Why did I think that? DC. DMV area. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, DC yeah, yeah. or something. That's yeah. crazy. So was you know this is all through the homie. This is all through the homie that's booking yeah, indirectly. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I can only. Ass- uh, I mean, let's just. I mean, yes. I mean, I, I would be naive to think that you know they they may, that they never heard of us, but who knows? You right, know? right, 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 right. Um, maybe at they this did. Point you hit the blogs and everything started. Yeah, you just crush. never know. Yeah. So so maybe they never heard who Fly You was or what we did or you know if we were any good or not. Um, but you know, a rapport was built through the homie. You're right, and yeah. so at the time when when these songs are getting on blogs and the projects are kind of popping off, is, are you seeing it like a wildfire where, where a wildfire where um, the projects getting? If one blog shares it, you mm-hmm. know that all these other blogs are gonna go crazy for it too. Like, were you seeing it happen like that, or would it just be like one blog share it out, show some yeah. love, and you're like, all right, that's cool, and then next time you do it, maybe two blogs kind of pick it up. Yeah, was it like it, that? <laughs> Hit or miss. I mean, because I don't. I don't know if there was any rhyme or reason to what why blogs picked up what. You know, uh, I mean, of course, features definitely help. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, you know, Sean is on this. You right. know, oh, Dom is on this. You know, right. or, or what, whoever the artist is. You know, so that definitely helped. Um, but there be times where you know a blog, sad blog, would pick it up and the other one wouldn't. Right. So and it was like, well, you know, what? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> like what, what's this? Um, that's interesting. Yeah, who, who who knows? Right, who knows? What that Z again? Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is interesting though. Like if, if you really see it, like for me being in the Midwest, it's like we have no, we're not in LA, we're not in a right. major city. Like we have no, literally no ties to culture of what the fuck's going on out here. Right, right. So we, I just would live and breathe the blogs. I'd be on Ill Roots. I'd be on every yeah. platform you could ever think of, just trying to devour a new car. Uh, man, what's this artist? All right, why did they pick them up? What do they like about them? Like, what's cool about this? Yeah. How do they get in touch with them? Like, there's so many questions. Yeah. And that was like our game. That was all we could do making music was like, how do we get on that shit? Like, and we, you try a million emails and do all that stuff, outreach, whatever. But you see people get picked up and it's crazy to see what it does as far as directed traffic and awareness mm-hmm. to the artists. Um, but yeah, having a big Sean in the bag and, and you put that on there automatically cosigns you yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and I mean it in, to the, in the you know and the music was good you know and so it's like good. you know the music's good and then you have you know a, a cosign or a stamp you know right. so it was like oh okay maybe we should be paying more attention to you know to, right. to what's going on in Ohio so would it be like like for Sean I'm just saying this because your first one but when Sean's pulling up you guys get in the studio you knock out a song yeah was it something where you guys tried to lock in a video with him afterwards or was it too, we suck her back we circled back just because the I mean he was in Detroit so it was like you know a quick yeah. three hour drive right. it wasn't um, yeah yeah we just circled back and because all of them it, it just didn't work that way like right. to where we can get a, yeah. a visual um, and it was more so important for us to just get his verse right you yeah. know let's get Absolutely. his verse and then we'll figure out the rest of the song right you know, exactly. it was like that kind of thing yeah, yeah. damn was it like was that exciting for you when you guys started locking in artist after artist and you guys have been looking up to these people for I'm imagining years yeah well I mean at the time it was how do I put it like yes yes because like you know you know they're gifted in their own right mm-hmm. you know they have eyes on them um, and you know that you know it's an opportunity to get your sound you know on a different platform yeah. you know um you know, at the time, Sean was with you know finally famous. He had the Sean. I mean, not Sean, but um, what's the guy's name? You know, he does. You know the guy. He's from Chicago. 
Chance? No, um, way before Chance. Yeah, um, who was Kanye? Oh yeah, Kanye. I was like, who? Yeah, <laughs> you know I forgot. Yeah, Kanye yeah, co-signing him. Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, it's like popping. Yeah, yeah. So it's like ah, yeah. You know, that's that's one step closer to yay. Yeah, exactly right. You know? Yeah, you know for sure people and if he's doing something, there's a and at the time, I mean, now it's like artists be doing features on people's shit and yeah. it's like it happens so quick you don't even see it anymore mm. and blogs aren't really doing it but yeah at the time it's like you get you get the notoriety from fans obviously that's one right. thing which is important but to have people in those artists inner circle yep. potentially tune in you know what i mean you never know what that's going to do for yeah, you yeah yeah but that's crazy to mention like obviously you you know the lebron thing is crazy but it's funny that even at that time because you didn't know him then obviously I did you did know him at the time yeah. so when he was playing for the team you already knew him yeah well I met I met Brian was it fall of either fall of I think fall of 09 okay yeah but but we didn't have a that rapport until years later you know right. what I'm saying like, like we, we knew each other like I met him then you know High by when we see each other, sure. um, but the guys that I was hanging with were, were closer to him, right? Yeah, right, right. so it was like you know, I was like you know, one degree of separation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's probably dipping in that same circle just for the same experience of fun and like yeah, putting yeah, his people like they were handling all of his events. And That's parties. crazy, right? Yeah, so so it was you, like, you were tapped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the 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 strength of that relationship with him goes a long way, obviously, in your career, which is interesting. But it's, I mean, that's crazy for him to just be on that team and to bring so much to the city definitely yeah that in turn turns to opportunity for you you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like it's one of those things where um you know like back to what i was saying like you know it's a little luck you know yeah. like you know it just so happened that the guy a guy reached out to us who you know is one of his good friends you know what i mean and wants to manage us really yeah so so that was the ducky small so that's okay. what i was referring to when we would go up to Cleveland, you know, he was, you know, be our our host for this, you know, what I mean, yeah, in the right. city, and and he, he introduced us t- to that whole scene, and it was very, um, in a lot of ways, um, affirming, you know, because I think sometimes when you when you come from a place and people see you all the time, it's kind of like they're just used to, you. oh, that's just Jero, you know right, what I mean, right? Like no matter how talented you are, or how you know, how large, your, how far your voice is. is is traveling across the world, like, oh, this, you know, it's just a row. Right. But going up to Cleveland, it was like, yo, it's it's this new group. You know, what I mean, we don't know nothing about them, but they hard. You know, and they kind of it kind of became like our second home. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Like, I mean, fuck. Imagine if I was ten. Like, if you had to drive ten hours to get to that spot, and then you know, you yeah, I wouldn't go. Exactly. You know, so I would just go up whenever, anytime I got a chance to. I would just hit Cleveland because for me. I'm just always been a fan of hence why I went to Chicago it's right. like like you, like showing up is half the battle yeah. you know like being there is half the battle and if you're a likable person and if you got something that they want right. it's like you know plays are gonna be made yeah. you know absolutely so would yeah. you guys be doing a lot of shows there too like around those yeah relatively um, whenever it makes sense but yeah. for the most part it was just a lot of kicking it just networking yeah yeah like you know just building friendships building relationships um, and you know a lot of those guys, you know, I'm just, they they still my guys to this day. Right, that's yeah. crazy. So then, with you in the group, 
you guys and you i know you tour too right yeah. so you tour and did all that yeah but before that was it just what was your main focus like how often would you say you guys were in the studio compared to networking compared to playing shows like was it trying uh, like a fine mix see i'm I, i've never been a studio rat right um so like my approach to creating what is a little unorthodox compared to the other two members at the time right um and so, you know, I think they definitely spent more time in the studio than I did. Yeah. Um, and so I'm more of a, I got to live to create. And so, you know, I might be out partying. <laughs> but it's you know what be, I'm saying? We'll I write might, about that on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I might travel. You know what I'm saying? I might be up in Cleveland. Um, and it might feel, look like I'm, I'm wasting time, but I'm working. Right. You know? Yeah, um, right. So, yeah, so I've never been a studio rat. Um and I don't, I don't, I just don't like feeling like I'm in a dungeon. Like, mm-hmm. like I like, I like the like windows and shit. You yeah, know what right. I mean? I like to look outside. Like that inspires me. You know, yeah. like just looking at walls. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, no offense, but you know what I mean. We like, gotta darken it out for the yeah, lighting. We yeah. can open the window after this. Shit. You'll see the sun. Yeah, but like, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so the process was more so like, um, you know, um, I, I just always been more of a like create and then go to the studio right you know so when I get there I know what I'm gonna say how I wanna say it and I'm not wasting hours in the studio right yeah do you feel like you like the system worked for you and the group or was there ever like an issue I'm sure it didn't right you know because because the styles are just so different right you know like um, and that's what I mean like, like, like everybody in the group was very talented like Eyeball he's one of those guys who you know could build a engine with his hands you know what I'm saying like he'd engineer everything you know he's an incredible like rapper in in its own right um he 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 was just more of an introvert Hmm. you know um it would come out like you know the fun playful side but it's like you know he definitely was more of a like okay kind of standoffish a little um especially if he didn't know you yeah right um my, the other homie Swift He you know Social Outgoing um, But he's the kind of guy That like If you're in a, in a spot Like if y'all come here together You look up And like where's Swift go You know what <laughs> I'm saying around. <laughs> Yeah right. and it's like Yo dog Like that shit dangerous Like right. we, if something go down Like ain't nobody there with you You know right, So right, right. he was just one of them Like wild cards You know right. what I'm saying And then I was just more of a Um Outgoing, social, but also introvert to the point where you know I just wouldn't let anybody in in my in in this crew. Right. Um, but enough to vet and to see, okay, is it safe? Yeah, you know what right, I mean. So right, it was right. just a. I think I was the middle ground for like us three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's and so it became like, a, a, I guess for lack of better terms, like a safer place for other people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like when they came to meet us, it was like okay. It's it, like you might be easier to 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 get through. Yeah, you know right, what I mean. To talk right. to or to funnel or to um, you'll be all can do it. You That's know what I mean? Because yeah. it's also like it's it, you're setting yourself up for positioning yourself in a way to like build the relationships in a way that everyone's comfortable with it. Like some people don't like fucking doing that. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, sometimes it's like I would like you know, it's some artists who don't got to do none of that shit. Right. You know, like. They don't gotta go out and make people like them. They can just release their music and fall back, you know? Right. I feel um, like that's Lil Yachty. I feel like Lil Yachty never leaves his house. 
I, th- I swear to God, I just see him play video games all the time. I'm like that dude is just—he did it right with yeah. a couple songs and just chilling. But he seems like he does. But he, he seems like he—he's not like afraid to interact though. You nah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. Um, but like for example, like like Frank, for example, like yeah, like what? You know what I mean? Like he's aloof. Right. You know what I mean? Like um, for a long time, like uh, what's his name? Um, the weekend was like that mm. until he started showing his face. Yeah, right. Um, J. Cole mm. You know Like I think over the last Couple of years you, you might see him pop up In different places more But for the most part He don't gotta do shit But you know Send the music You and know do what you I mean think, Do you think that like With Cole Ferguson It's like He has such like A uh, uh, Solid push Into that main, mainstream Where I, And I don't know What his life was like During that time I guess right. I, Like listening I listened to the music But I don't we weren't on Instagram. We didn't see right, that he right. didn't post shit you know right, mean, or right, whatever. Exactly. Like, I wonder if at that time, if he was doing all the things that he had to do at the time because of the stature of his songs and like, what yeah. the, you know what I mean? It's interesting to think of that, but I'm to, sure. Cause I was, who was I listening to? Um, you do the work. You don't have to go out no more. Yeah. But, but to that, but on the flip side, like Drake is one of those guys who, who does. Right. You know? So it's like, it's his DNA probably. It's yeah. like certain people have it in them. And like yeah. Kendrick never, you know, Kendrick's always hiding. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what he's doing, but he lives yeah. in the studio and he's yeah. working on whatever. And, and I'm sure he's I'm sure he's in the field. It's just it's not as like you know broadcasted right. as like some of the other guys. And because some, some people really want that, right? You know, yeah. Um, but but like Drake is another guy who he he don't have to he doesn't have to do that if he doesn't want to, You're right? You know, yeah. um, it's interesting. But he does, and I'm sure you know because he because he likes it. Yeah, you know the energy of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I know you toured with all the TD dudes. I mm-hmm. toured with, I did uh, all the Blank Face tour with Q. And, yeah, I read that, yeah. Um, and he, But he's the same way too. Like when we're back here, he loves his fucking house. And yeah. he's just in there all the time and he'll go to the studio and sit in the studio and stuff. But he yeah. is like rare. He's like, I used to go do all that shit, but I'm older now. It's like, yeah. obviously it comes with age too. It's like, D- yeah, definitely. You kind of feel more adult and like, yeah. like, I don't even fucking go do some nightclub shit if I don't mm-hmm. have to, you know what I mean? You can avoid it. So when you were going out, like, you, you know, mean like if you're in the bronze circle right to an extent obviously that adds value to your name in, in the space and like you're being put on by the dude mm-hmm. who's his friend who's managing you did you guys end up you're managed by him then were you, were you at the time um by ducky yeah yeah so he ends up managing y'all yep yep does he still manage you no 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 okay, not so today. that was just then yeah yeah so yeah, that's still my guy though that's right not, that's my brother so yeah. was he was you know he's kind of putting you guys in all these situations like what were some of the situations you remember being in that were i mean the city's small from where you're from but still yeah. it's like this is like major you know what i mean like to be in those situations is major and yeah yeah i mean i for, honestly i forget a lot of shit yeah like it's i don't know why but um <laughs> It it's one of them things where it's like okay, just imagine. Like I couldn't imagine like growing up being an artist, and one of like Michael Jordan's homies is like, yo, um, and I, mind you, at the time, you know, I mean, I didn't even realize how close you know he was to you know to that connection was. Right. But it's like, yo, you know, I, I want to manage y'all. Y'all should come to Chicago, um, and let's just you know let's figure it out. So you go to Chicago, you know, and he takes, you know, takes you around, you know, shows you, right. you know, what's behind the curtains. And some then, penthouses. Yeah, and some you know what I mean? And then... Um, bottle service or something. And then come to find out, you know, you know, then you meet Mike and he's like, you know, he has a, a, a exhibition game and you go to the to a pop-up and he's there. He's like, yo, what's good, kid? You know, I fuck with your music. 
that'd be the weirdest. Yeah, so it was it was like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like you know, it's like you know the 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 greatest basketball player in the world at the time, who's you know at the highest level of his craft, is telling you you know you're good at what you do. Wow. You know. Um, that's the illest fire under your ass, bro. Like yeah, that's yeah. It's you know like I don't. Like the, the most people who who do like anything, I mean everybody does something. But anybody who does anything, you know, you want acknowledgement, you want people to respect like right. what you do, especially if it's if it's quality, right. you know. And you know, people know when you know when they're giving their their best or when they're giving their all, when they're really trying. Um, so it was like um, affirmation in a sense. Um, but I, I always tell people all the time. I said, look, man, it don't it, it don't matter who's Who's co-signing your work If your work can't live on its own You know So so as much as You know It's dope You know To have somebody That you respect um, And you know they, They're doing what they do At a high level Is acknowledging you Like the music still The art still has to be good Right You know Yeah um, And then I would tell people All the time too Like it's, it's It's a little different When you have like a guy Who's in sports Like Cause before like He's kind of involved Into this cultural Like um um, stamp of stamp guy, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But at the time, it's like it's just different when you have somebody in sports telling people, "Y'all go listen to this music," um, because you're gonna have a lot of sports fans right. checking it out. Versus like if Jay Z does it at the time, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, he's, yeah, of course. People respect him for his his acumen in music, right. you know. Right. So it's like it's it's a interesting dynamic uh, when when you look at it that way. You yeah, know? no, that makes sense. I think that's probably the same for like Cole. Yeah, having done what he did, and then to be able to get Rock Nation to, you know, what I mean, I see it, I understand that. That's interesting. You yeah. never think about it that way. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people do, um, because it's like, especially if you're in and of sports, um, then it's like it's a natural, like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of people who who don't follow sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? They could care less who you know so and so is, but they definitely know who LeBron James is. Uh, even if they're not like following his, you know, his yeah, career right, or right. his everyday moves, right? You know, and he might. I mean, you never know, like what, what kind of power just because it's like it's funny, bro. If you look at this shit, it's like being around all you guys, <laughs> all you rappers. It's <laughs> like when you're around rappers or any artist, yeah, they all want to be. They love athletes, and athletes love being like artists, like yeah. LeBron said, "Pop, pop" in the video. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. We all want to do that shit. Like yeah. everyone wants to be something that they're not, and it's funny because you you're like, man, that'd be sick to be the the dude that shot that game winning shot. Like to feel that energy to yeah, be the person yeah. on the court. I'll never be able to do that. I'm not. I didn't earn that. I can't do right, it. Right, I'm not right. built for it. But like you've always ad- admire that, and it's it's crazy to see like for someone like LeBron. Obviously now he's taking advantage of like his mm-hmm. obviously his career is one thing, and then his interests are another, and people trust his interests. Like yeah, yeah. you see him start to have. Uh, sway on people like how there's no reason LeBron couldn't convince or or point out someone like you to right. the world you know and now have this influence to other people outside of the sports fans you yeah, know what I mean yeah yeah it's, it's definitely evolved especially I think with, with social media um because it, it gives it gives people like a little more insight into like your world right. you know like what you do on a day-to-day basis versus you know, just seeing somebody on a TV screen and, and not like literally, you you could at someone and they might respond. 
to, you know, I'm like yeah. that was never a thing growing up. You know what I mean? Nah. Like we never had that luxury. Like, yo, he might actually respond to me. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that it kind of um, dehumanizes people a little bit. Or makes them more human, I should say. Like, huh. like in a sense, it's like they're a little more accessible. Um, but also, you you might be paying attention a little more to the off the court dealings. You know, like, what what do you do when you go home? You know what right. I mean? Versus like, because we, I mean, I never seen like you never seen Michael Jordan like outside of him pulling up to the arena and his you know his his, his sports car. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then playing hoops and then then that was it. Yeah, you know. Uh, what Looney or what's the fucking what's the movie that he was in uh, uh, Space Jam Space Jam yeah. damn I was like or in Space Jam like yeah yeah but other than that it was it yeah like, like I, I never even thought about like I wonder what, what like what, what does Jordan like to drink like you know what I'm saying like what does he I mean I'm sure somebody was thinking about it but I never thought about that it was just more so like yo he's showing up the, the ball to right. play yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah. it's crazy how social media has allowed people to show other elements of their life and mm-hmm. some people that choose just not to to go there you want right. more water yes please um they like me thinking about Thank the you. other day is like like leonardo DiCaprio, bro like yeah every time you watch his film obviously we're at a different state in life but like I, I just watched the um the hollywood film that he was in it's like after you get on the internet obviously you're like is this dude been posted on instagram <laughs> you go and he has an instagram account it's like dedicated to his nonprofit. it's not even him you know for gotcha. sure he's not gotcha. even running okay. but it's crazy how you never hear about him like he's one of the biggest actors in the world yeah and you never you. hear like where the rock it makes sure that you always know what he's yeah, doing yeah, you, you see him. you know what i mean it's it's incredible and it's interesting to well, see you can't how, miss him either you can't miss yeah. him if, yeah but like leo like yeah. found a way to like like how, what coffee shops does he go to like what you know what bars does he go out yeah. at night like who knows ironically it's funny because like one night i'm out um <laughs> you're gonna be like i saw him <laughs> so i'm out um I even tell this story Well I mean it's not like A crazy story but So I'm out um, With the guys mm. And we're in a section And um, You know And Dave Chappelle walk up Right You know what I'm saying So you know I've met him before But you know You know yeah. probably, You know you know, know a lot of people You keep meeting Yeah of course Probably like on our 10th meet Right 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 <laughs> And so And then this You know this guy walks up With this like Low brim hat um, And then it's like Yo you know He wants to meet you, you know, just whispers, you know what I'm saying? I look up, I said, oh, that's DiCaprio. Yeah. He wanted to meet you? No, not me. The D- guys. The people, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, what? I'll be like, yeah, what's up? And then he dabs up someone yeah, behind yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? yeah, nah, it wasn't it to meet me. It was, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's out here. He's yeah, he's gotta right. be out here. What else yeah. the fuck do you sit in your big ass house and just be bored or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's funny, man. You know people like, but you don't realize it and when you think about like connections and I'm interested on in your take on this like social media uh-huh. like you just said you could now message someone and they may answer like right there's right. that hope before it would have been like what like hit an agent or manager yeah, try or to find their email or writing a letter and mailing it and shit and yeah. you fingers crossed or you just yeah. go there and sit outside and wait for Jordan and walk outside right. uh, how do you feel like that affects people's hope like for an artist like what's your mm. advice to people because yes you can send a DM yes people may answer but reality is like you know what's the regular amount of DMs people are answering when they're yeah. superstar status what up creators I want to remind you about our community at jointhehomies.com the homies are the squad of legends who support what we do here at Black Window Cream so we can continue to build this platform into the best educational space for content creators on earth 
And in return for that support, we give you a bunch of sick perks all month long, like access to our live stream tutorials and hangouts, bonus podcast episodes, and so much more. Check us out at jointhehomies.com. Let's go. And it's like, really, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm. Um, like, kind of like, I, I take it, I, I liken it to the blog era, you know? So at one point, you know, it was radio um, and TV, you know, then the blogs or the internet. Yeah. And then now it's playlists. Right. You know, so it's like, there's still gatekeepers for each of those entities. Yeah. You know, so it it sounds like, yo, you know, I have a better shot, you know. All I gotta do is, you know, put my songs on on, on a on a streaming platform and that might be my chance, but it's like there's still somebody correlating that list. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. labels really own a percentage in these in these streaming platforms. So, you know, they wanna recoup their money. Right. You know, so they're definitely, you know, want their artists at the top of this playlist. Yeah, you know? right. You know, I don't know. I don't have any inside knowledge of that, but you know, I think it, I can presume. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, there's a reason why we have two that we like to go to primarily. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, because they structured it that way. It's it, yeah. It, so, so to, your, to answer yeah. your question, you know, it's like yes, I think in theory people are more celebrity are more accessible, um, but it's still a shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, just as it always was. Yeah, is it uh? I've seen people get upset like if they if you don't answer right like yeah. if you just haven't answered I, I am a random weirdo where I like okay. literally respond to everybody that, okay. that's why I started this because there were so many creators hitting me up all the time for like advice and mm-hmm. shit uh, and I just being in Iowa I hated not getting answered bro like that yeah. was like the hardest thing was trying to figure out how to crack the code and no one would how give it to me yeah. so that's why I started this shit um, but I always see people get frustrated and it, and it sucks because it's like you want to help but there's just literally sometimes not enough time in the day or it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense or they didn't provide enough insight. Um, so if you were giving one tip to someone that was reaching out to you or any artist, what would your be- your best piece of advice like how to, if they're going to say something, you're going to read it, Yeah. what should they say? Never say, for me at least, never say you're probably never going to read this or you're probably never going to respond. Right. Because automatically... I'm like, well, shit, like, well, what did you send it for? Right, you have no hope. You <laughs> yeah, literally have you no know what hope. I mean? Um, and, and, but also, like, I don't know, like, because really, it's just, a lot of this shit just goes off of, like, if I'm in, if you're in the mood. Right. You know, like, because um, it's impossible to respond to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to find a healthy balance of, like, acknowledging people. Um, but also, you know, like, I don't want a timeline full of, like, res- yeah, you reposting cool. Yeah, things yeah, like and shit. other people might like it, but aesthetically, it's just not appeasing to me. Right. You know, so it's like I'm trying to find a balance of like, okay, what do I want? You know, what do I want my page or my timeline to look like versus responding to people, and letting them know like, yo, you know, engagement yeah. and all that shit. Right, right, um, right. I don't know what the advice is, man. <laughs> I really don't. You know, um, a lot of the shit. It's like courting like somebody that you that you like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if, if you're into women and, and you see a woman, you know, like how would you go about courting them? Right? You know, like at some point, I mean, women don't like you know people they don't like to be annoyed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, right. It's like you gotta. Hey, you probably won't talk back to me, but uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, would you ever? I would never walk up to a woman and say that, right? You know. Um, 
but here we are. You yeah, know? you gotta make it obvious, I think, and have confidence in it. But all right, so touring, you guys toured as a group. Yep, yep, and and, yep. and that was with TD. You were Q Kendrick. Who else was on? Q Kendrick, um, so Stally, So, and us. Right, Fly so, Union. So, is that your first tour? Nationwide tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would do like a lot of spot dates or like small city runs, but that was a thirty city tour, thirty two nights, forty days. God damn. Yeah. That I mean that's different than a couple of spot dates and shit. Oh no, nah, it's different. What big how, different. How was it? What was the experience like? Oh, we had fun. Yeah. We I'm had sure fun, but we literally drove ourselves around around did the you? country. Yeah. No bus. Nah, nah. They had so like some nights because we would open the show so we'd right. get off stage and we couldn't stay to watch the rest of the show some nights because we had to get to the next city yeah Man. yeah you know if like for them they're on a the bus you know you just sleep you know, and wake yeah, up and feet just... up you know eating drinking you know right. playing video games but it's like you know we might have to rotate this <laughs> yeah this uh the, the driver you know how'd you guys secure the tour like what how'd you guys go about it at the time to do that um we were just we were just able to build relationships, man, and sustain them. Like, um, like Dave Free, uh, shout out to him. At yeah. the time, um, he 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 appreciated our sound, you know. Um, he was fighting for us to get on get on the tour. I'm trying to remember how we we met Dave Free. I remember now. Um, my homie Rodney, uh, who's a part of my management team now, like yeah. he was at Michigan State, and he ran the. Um, was one of those programs I can't think of the name of it It's like a student body um, yeah, Something like those, he, he put on shows right, put on right. Concerts and whatnot So he would bring artists in And he booked um, Kendrick Right And Schoolboy Yeah And so We we you know we were in Detroit too Well not Detroit But East Lansing Was it at is it East Lansing? Michigan Michigan State What? Um, Ann Arbor Yeah oh, right. Hold Ann on Arbor. I'm getting Ann confused Arbor. No, I don't know which one the college is, but it's probably one of those two where people would want to have a show. Yeah, no, don't, don't. I mean, I'm from Ohio, but I know I'm getting confused. <laughs> I think Ann Arbor is Michigan and East Lansing is Michigan State, but fact they're check that. They're saying yes. They're all saying yes. All right, fact all check right. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we were, uh, we went up there, you know, for the show, and then that's how we met. And so free. ever since then, we're free in yeah, right. Kendrick and school. And so ever since then, we I just had a rapport with, with Day Free. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I... When I see Kendrick, when I see school, like, you know, it's love, but he's the one I always went in a day free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah. Like, some, always, like, it'd be some random shit. I was, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. It always is. He yeah. always pops up. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Uh, that, so, so you guys do the tour. What would be your strategy for, for the opening slot? Because usually opening mm-hmm. slots are like the shittiest position. You get no time yeah. on stage, no love, no, the sound's never at 100. Yeah. So, what would you guys do when you just do your thing? I mean, I, I, Careers are made in the live show, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's probably the most unfortunate thing about today's climate is because there's no artist development. Right. Like, just growing up, like, we just, you know, haven't been around those kids older than me. They always, like, you know, honed in, pushed on the live show. Right. You know, so so just that was always ingrained in me. So it was more so I put on a show, you know, like, yeah, like put on the show. Nobody in the crowd might not know any words, you know, um, but you have to engage them. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to do some crowd participation. So by the time you get off stage, they're like, oh, the shit, I, you know, 
That was dope. Yeah, that was dope. Right. You know, I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Like the beats, you know, were great. You know, sound like they saying something. Right. You know, the energy was up. Uh, I might, you know, go check them out. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's the best. I feel like it sucks so much when you see people boom right now from some yeah. Instagram song goes viral, or whatever, and they yeah. just get up on stage and rap over, try to compete with their own voice on the song. Yeah, but it's not. I, I, I cut. I cut. I cut them a lot of slack because. To that point, like it's just a lot of people who you know you put out a song today and tomorrow, you on stage, right? And you've never no been time. on stage before, yeah. you know. So it's like, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's it's like that's very true. I, I put it on definitely a lot of people's like camps and crews. You know what I mean? Right. Like at some point, somebody has to be like, all right, um, if we want to take this to the next level, we gotta develop this, or yeah. get this right. Um, but at the same time. I got this line where I'd be like, you know, you know, try to the nigga making money he ain't doing something right. Mm. Like, you know, like how many times have you told someone like, well, what if you did like this? And, you know, they ain't trying to hear it because they're successful doing it the way they've been doing it. Yeah. You know, but it's like big picture. It's like, yes, you're doing you're doing good. But imagine if you tweak this or tighten this up. What you what you could do. Right. You know, like living and watching Kendrick blow up it's like you see him you see all the shows you see those tours you're watching the vlogs all that stuff yeah. and then uh, and then I remember I think one time he played Made in America mm-hmm. and I was streaming it or something like watching the show and yeah. he had the full band and and um, I can't remember what song he played but I, I remember just losing my damn mind because of the way he brought it to life with a right. full band and the way he moved with the band and he had it dialed it's like they, they think about the performance and that shit's resonate with me on a fucking tiny ass iPad or yeah, whatever yeah, I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just watching it like so in tune. Whereas he could have just got up and did the same song to it with the DJ playing it is right. what it is. But there's just difference to it when you really outline and think about the way your fifteen minutes or thirty minute set's gonna be. You know what I mean? Right. No definitely. Definitely. Um, I always appreciate that shit. So yeah, so yeah, so you guys hit the road and did you see like a fan base growth throughout that process? Like being on tour, were you were you noticing that you guys were I guess I don't know how you calculate that at the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know we got a deal after that. You did? Yeah, yeah. Who'd you guys sign with? Interscope. I know we got a deal. <laughs> that's hard. That's that's from the tour. I, I think I think there's some correlation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, from the tour, the meet, like it was, you know, I was like, oh, okay. You know, let's bring these guys in. Right. You know? But you know, up until that point, you know, labels have been courting us, yeah. um, and we've been, you know, we were taking meetings and talking, you know, um, and I think it was like just one of those things where, like, we were still independent, you know, and we were able to get on a nationwide tour with, you know, at the time, one of the biggest like up and coming artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's and so incredible. like, like literally, like right. As the tour ended, Good Kid, Mad City dropped. Like I remember, it was October twenty second, I think. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. Around that time. Yeah, and so like we were still on tour, like when the album dropped. So it was like you know, there was just a lot of eyes on us. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember uh, he he was booked at the that school that the for the sweatshirt wearing, and it was they got him. It was cheap. It yeah, wasn't yeah. very expensive. Yeah. And then uh, swimming pools dropped. And that shit went nuts, right? And then his his fee was like ten times that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It changed a little bit. It's really crazy. Yeah. Uh, damn, that's nuts. So, yeah. so what was it like signing to the label? And I'm sure you had. Did you ever get any advice from like people like Dave on that tour? Or 
Um, did you ever find any advice about like, yo, shit, do you guys, what do you guys think we should do? Were you guys leaning on anybody? N- not, not necessarily about the um, label right. situation. Um, I mean, it was really just, just some laid back shit. Like we would just kick it and chill, you know, like, you know, I remember, you know, Swift used to be on the bus playing, you know, 2K with J-Rock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He'll pass a Henny Cup, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. it just wasn't as like, um, um, like it wasn't as like um like I guess in, in instructive. Like it right. wasn't like, yo, you know, y'all need to do this next, do this next. It was just more so like, you know, you you take what you need, observe, you know what I mean? And yeah. apply it as you see fit. Right. Are you yeah. signed to anyone right now? Not independent. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when you sign to Interscope for you guys, what's that mm-hmm. what's that like for you guys? Like what what is the deal? Like how and how did you guys decide that this was the one you should take? <sighs> Um, it was kind of like, like if you're an artist, I mean, it's changing now, yeah. but for a long time it was like, yo, getting a, a major labor deal was like going to get drafted to the league. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Or getting caught up to, you know, to the big times. So it was, you know, it was still a, that nostalgia of it was still there. Right. Um, but it wasn't like how I always envisioned it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I thought one day, you know, you know. Jay would call me on stage and hand me a rock chain. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. it was nothing like that. Like right. like they mailed us the contract. Right. You know what no I'm saying? Like it. we're in Ohio and they mailed us the contract for us to sign. Like yeah. it was like that kind of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm in my in my homie's living room signing a major label deal. You know, it was just it just wasn't what I always thought it would look like. Right. Um, but I think that's kind of like what happens in life like you know like I think a lot of times we have like these like grandoche ideas of like grandoches did I say that right uh, of how shit is gonna look like right and then when you get there you're like oh I still made it but it just don't look the same yeah you know yeah um, and it's not a bad thing it's just I think the fantasy of a lot of stuff um, like we kind of romanticize like a lot of things and it's really it really don't happen like that for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And by the time you achieve, I mean, when we set goals, we're all, time passes by the time mm-hmm. we set that goal. So by the time, you know, it could have been, if you, by the time you came up with the dream of, I want to be signed to a major label, right. if you would have signed that day, shit could have been champagne spraying, yeah. and you flown out and all this shit. And then it's different just because maybe yeah. their budgets are cut in half from that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure if we were in in Los Angeles, it would have been that. It might have looked different. Yeah, you know, you were, we probably would have went to the office. Yeah, you know, but we were still our home base was still um, Ohio. Right. So, and that was part of the reason why, um, you know, how I ended up out here because it was like, yo, you know, we're on the island. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's no there's no reason for anybody in the label to come to Columbus. You know what I mean? Like, unless one of the artists got a show and they're on world with him or her, you know, they're just not popping up right. in, in, in Columbus, you know? So it's like, okay, we got to be closer to, you know, to yeah. the action. Um, kind of like a common theme, like, you know, you got to be with where shit is happening at. Well, and yeah. I think maybe the, I mean, the biggest part is people's fear of making that move. That adjustment is tough to make. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. It's yeah. a foreign, foreign space and all this shit. And then to be signed just kind of gives you a little bit more motivation I would imagine to like feel like you could do it you know what I mean like, yeah, right, yeah. It, we're going out there when did you move 2014 so it was like right after you got signed yeah so like we signed 2013 we dropped um, Project Small Victories technically was under the label um, and then we were planning it. We were, I think we were about to go on tour with 
I want to say Common and Jay Electronica. Um, and then the group imploded. So that was like right after. So you yeah. guys all moved and then it just, well, you guys moved well, we to had the studio? Moved, so, so we were in, we were out in um, Los Angeles because we had um, studio time. So we were mixing, recording. Right. Um, and and we were like, yo, we, we, just, we just need to be out here. Like it just makes sense. Yeah, of course. You know? So we started looking for a place. And then this was September of 2014, then we went back home um, and shit went to shit. So at that point, it was like, well, like what what am I going to do in Columbus? You know, so I might as well move to the Wait, why did you guys go back? You guys went back to Ohio for... Yeah, because we were scheduled to go back. Like oh. it, it was while we were out here visiting and recording and working, um, at that point we were like, yo, maybe we should just relocate, you yeah. know? And so, you know, nothing back home was 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 tight, you know, right. like we still, you know, you know, we got to close up, you know, business yeah, right. and sure. pack and all that. So none of that was done. So once we got back home, um, the conversation happened. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So was it like, have you ever talked about that shit? <laughs> nah. Did, we, did you not bring this shit up or what? Nah, nah. It just, I just said imploded, right. you know, um, that's crazy though yeah. to think of like where it's interesting to see a group like for me I like having such like been so involved in music and at the time for me I always knew we needed to be in LA but yeah. around it like my homies that we were doing all this shit with like someone had their full time job and they right. were getting married and this became very real for them and like we were chasing a dream that could become something but right. like, we don't know and that became stressful and at a certain point I'm like man I'm waiting for everyone to go yeah. I just gotta figure this shit out so I, I left like yeah. that was my, my situation so, so it was kind of similar it's just I wasn't the I I still was holding on. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like those relationships where you know we had uh, something great going. We could, you know, if we, if we just, you know, we just stick through it. You know, like yeah. just just fight through it. You right. know, we could st- we could still make it work. Um, and you know, it, you know, sometimes you just gotta let shit go. Sure. You know, like right. in theory, like a lot of things could work. You know, but if it's not working, it's not working. Right. Facts. You know, so it was just one of those things where. Um, like I said before, like if you don't make a decision, the universe will make it for you. Yeah. So it, it made it for me. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So then you immediately you moved to LA or? Yeah, like next month. Wow, shit. Yeah, the next month, like November of. So so we, we was out here. We, I think we got back like either late September or early October. Right. So I was there for probably like a month. So then what? How do you break the news to the label? Is that like a weird thing? Like what you um, sign a contract? Is there I think, some? I think our attorney may have told him. I can't remember how it went down, but. Um, I think they were in a weird transition themselves. Um, the label? Yeah, the label. So it was kind of like one of those things where they were like, well, I cool, you know, we'll just let y'all let y'all go. Damn. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know, a blessing in yeah. disguise in a sense because they ain't, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So were they, like, were they put investing into you guys in the studio at that time or? Yeah, there was, there there was, was money certain, spent. There were spent. Yeah, there was money spent on visuals, you know, advance. We, we, we got that um, But it also look, look And that's a, another dynamic You know When you're in a group You know You, you gotta Divvy that up three ways Yeah you know, Might look cool and then, yeah, yeah And then you got a manager And then you got an attorney um, It's a lot different From being like a, a solo act Right right You know Yeah that's yeah. tough So you move out here Was your goal like Alright cool I got this Interscope connect 
I want to try to figure out how I can kind of leverage my personal brand and what I'm doing. Yep. And and shift that way. And that was like the was that your goal? Yeah. Immediately? Yeah. It was like you know I got I got some good relationships in Los Angeles. Right. Um, you know, there's some A and R's at Interscope that really rock with me. Um, and so you know, I started you know making some music and even we even went back into Interscope and had another meeting with him. You know, yeah. uh, shout out to my guy Tunji. Uh, like he's. He's one of those ARs is got his pulse on anything. Yeah, he's crazy. behind a lot of like, you know, guys and women that are like, you know, at the forefront of this shit right now. But he, you know, he was a believer. You know, so he went, he was like, yo, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to stay, you know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. It just didn't it didn't it didn't work out. So then um, what what were you doing to like because you you've been so reliant on a squad to like yeah. make your music internally, like I don't it, was there a lot of collaboration early on with other producers and shit? Or was it just no, you guys, right? No, it was like, at one point I produced, like I used to produce. Yeah. Um, and that's probably like one of, like if there, uh, one of my regrets is not continuing that, you know what I mean? Because at that point it was like, well, I got two guys who produce. Right. I'll you just know, rap. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'll just do that, you know, because you know, I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, so it's kind of like I, all, in a lot of ways, just had to regroup, mm. you know, because you know I'm, you're used to having an engineer that records everything, right? You know, you're used to having in-house producers, you know. So now it's like it's just you, right? So it's like I, and a lot of times, you know, like at least with solo artists when they're coming up, you're reaching, you're building relationships with different producers, different engineers, different, you know, because it's not always. It's more collaborative yeah, yeah 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 But like Since I already I had that in house I didn't have to Do that per se um, So it was just a, a learning curve You know um, Of Figuring out Okay how am I going to Achieve this goal Right You know what I mean um, So I had to figure it out <laughs> So who were Did you just start linking With producers that were In LA or what How'd you start Nah eventually Eventually uh, We were able to Get to the point of Um of being just of talking, you know what I mean? Being adults about it. Um, and it was like, yo, you know, cause I lit, I started, I started working on a solo project when I was still in the group. Right. Um, I probably had like one or two songs done. Um, and I'm like, yo, you know, um, you know, since we're talking now, <laughs> yeah. you know, you guys, would you be interested in helping me finish this, this passion, this passion project, you know? And, and they both were in on it. So each 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 producer had five songs on my my first album. Damn. Never how you playing? That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So then you guys are good now. I mean, we we we're cool. Yeah. You know, right. like it's not. You know, I'm not. Try, we're not trying to fight each other. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it was never. I don't think it, the hate. It was never hate like that. It was right. just you know, like life happens. You know, right. like sure. when you were saying, you know, people. People definitely have different ideas and aspirations for the, for themselves, you know, um, and they compromise and sacrifice for for a group. Yeah, you know, and at some point, like you got to decide, all right, what's more, what's more important? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you you put out that project. That's what 2016? 2016. Yeah. Drop the project. How how is it received for you? Like, how did you feel for? So like, and it kind of speaks to what the hiatus was between projects um mentally it was more so like i was like yo um i just want to this is just a personal goal of mine like to to put out a solo album yeah absolutely so i just want to do that and then figure it out you know but so mentally i'm already like okay what's next for jerome right like after music the project how many songs there's what never 
never never how you never plan. how you plan. So yeah. how many how many songs were on that? I think twelve or thirteen. Okay, so it's like an album. Yeah, you know it's an album. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. I mean I I just I appreciate bodies of work. Right, for sure. Yeah. So um so I put it out, um, but mentally I'm already like, I right, what's next? Right. You know, like this yeah. is done. Like what's next? I'm, I, is music still for me? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like um, should I be you know applying for jobs? You know, like what? You know? Yeah. Um. And I put out really got it as a single. And then I wake up one day and, you know, and Brian's on his IG. Done, done, done. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit. You know, so it just it just had legs after that. Had he ever done anything like that with you guys before? Yeah, he, I mean he's always posted, you know, like album covers <laughs> and like yo, tweets, you know, y'all check out, check out the homies, check out, you know. Um but I think this was it had a visual component to it. Yeah, right. It's, you know, he's part of it. Yeah. And then what happened was he posted it right before he he does his Dark Knight 30 thing. Okay. So, you know, he's in the playoffs, you know, killing shit. And so if you go to his page, the last thing you see, damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So it just became it was like a perfect storm type shit. Like Absolutely. it became like the theme song for the playoff run. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I end up performing at the finals, which is insane. You know what I mean? Like I do a um I have a Beats campaign you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, Nike campaign, um, 2K. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, shit. Like, you know, um, the music's good, but then you have like this, just a perfect storm, right? You know, which is crazy because you were just talking about from from the from the jump. You guys never really just did singles, like, right. and you randomly just did a single, yeah, which got back in his hands, yeah, because it was. Like, I mean, I sent it to him. <laughs> you did, <laughs> yeah, I sent it to him, like, yo, um, but but I never do that shit, like, yo, can can you do this? Right, because I mean, now you just say here, yeah, he gonna do whatever whatever he want to do, you right? Know what I mean, like, ain't nobody telling him what to do, <laughs> right? So it's like, um, you know, I sent it to all the homies, you know, like, yo, this just a new single, but my um, I always send it to Math first though. Like he's like the um the, the tester. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right. ironically, like I've never told this story, but originally I sent him really got it. And the hook was only, I really do. I really got it. And it was some space. It's like, I really do. That. I really got it. He was like, I love it, I love it. Um, but you should you should put something in between there. And so I start thinking about it, because you know, I'm very like like when I sense people shit To me it's done Yeah it's done Yeah so it was like What you mean you put Yeah exactly <laughs> right So then I started thinking about it I was like oh, yeah, Okay okay So you know I tweaked it um, And then I sent it to, to everybody Right So yeah that was like One of those um, Moments where You know Getting outside opinion Worked yeah. for me Yeah that's yeah. crazy Which yeah. is cool Because it's like Leaning on the group it's Yeah like definitely You get the collaboration Yeah What like You wake up This shit's on the internet Everyone's going bananas mm. For the song Socially, like you get to go and play it for the halftime performance. It was during halftime, or yeah, yeah, halftime performance during the finals, bro. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, it's gotta be like the set. What is the Super Bowl and then the NBA finals are like the most watched thing on TV, at least sports wise. Sports wise, for sure. Yeah. I think Super Bowl is like the most watched. Yeah. Period. But I yeah. mean, basketball is the biggest. Like, yeah, it gotta be close. That's crazy. Yeah. What? What? I mean, what's the moment feel like for you in gen- like? Kind of bringing all that together, like what's that moment like for you? It's like when you those, on it? like four circle moments. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 
like growing up, you know, your mind, yo, I'm gonna be in the league one day, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna play basketball, you know. It didn't happen that way, but I ended up on the court. On, the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like those shit like that is like poetic to me. Like, damn, like in my mind, I said I was gonna be on the NBA court one day. I didn't know it would be like this, right? You know, right? Um, so like, I just love like stories like that, you know. Like yeah, I yeah. love that shit too. That's tight as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was dope, and it was dope too, cause I, like I took my pops to the game, and that was his, his first NBA game. Wow! And so it just happened, you know, to be that his son is performing too. And LeBron won. Exactly, and they won the title. And your dad's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't perform the the game. The that fun- they, yeah, right, right, right. The winning. Yeah, game. yeah. But it was just you know the finals, you know, um, and that was the year they were down three one. That's crazy. So it was like that song just it just it just had legs because it was like a part of the you know the, the story. Yeah, and then, and I mean everyone's starting to replay that shit. Right. It's getting played everywhere. Right. I'm sure Ohio's going nuts playing mm-hmm. it everywhere. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know clubs, arenas. Um. You know, uh, it was it was dope. Like it was dope to see, like wow, you know. Like it's it's possible, you know. Not yeah. that you never that you didn't you never doubt it, but it's like you know you don't see it until you see it, right? You know. So, but still mentally, I'm like, uh, all right. So now I gotta you know go do the song and dance and do shows and perform. And so like a year after that wears off, it's like I right, I need to start working on some something or do I right? Do I still even want to do this shit? Really, because I think that's what's so interesting is before you said that you posted, or at that point you're like, "Man, do I start looking for jobs?" Do yeah. I want? And so you thought about it before. Then you get the biggest wave that anyone could ask for, and then after you're still like, "Huh, was that it?" <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I how do I pivot this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's next for me? Because, um, and, and maybe some of it might have been self doubt. You I was gonna I mean? say fear yeah. and shit could be massive during that. Yeah, moment. it could have been that too. Um, but I think in my in my like, I just wasn't in a in a creative space like to create. Right. Like you know, I wasn't thinking about yo. You know, let me go to the studio. You know, I just it just wasn't there for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like it wasn't like let me sit down and write some raps. You know, because with that album, I had to, you know, kind of like. MacGyver it in a right. sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm recording in my, you know, in my studio or my um not studio, but yeah, studio apartment in Koreatown. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm sending the files back to Eyeball to mix. You know, so it's like it just it wasn't ideal for me. Right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like like, you know, your mind is like, okay, I, I would I need an engineer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need somebody there. You know what I mean? I need my, my producers here to like... A vibe. Like, yeah. You get a real vibe. Yeah, and it wasn't none of that. Right. So it was like me just... I, I had to mentally just create that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and you know, like, you know, I I, I have to live to create. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right it's like, you know, I put a lot into into the into the albums and the and the songs. Um, and so, you know, that... It takes a lot out of you. So it's like, I. Right, and I had my whole life to make my first solo album. Right. You know, so it's like, um, well, shit, like, what am I going to do to create the next one? Like, how can I 
get all of these experiences, enough experiences to make the next one feel or sound equally or equally as good. Right. If not better. Yeah. Yeah. So then what, like, how do, I mean, how do you position that? It's like you go off of the biggest high to that low. And I, I feel like the fear mm-hmm. presses in everybody in the media probably weighs in on that right like you look at yeah. all these artists that have these breakout moments yeah and it's and then everyone's expecting like you to fucking go get a bazillion views again on right, the next right. one and it's like or they're not or the feeling of like you drop the next song and maybe it doesn't get five million views in five seconds yeah and it's like oh, like that's gotta take you. a toll right well I not mean, even opinion wise but for you like yeah like I, I look at it people just aren't people aren't forgiving like they're not they're harsh tough critics um but a lot of times they're, they're criticizing the wrong shit right exactly. it's like like how many people can wake up and say they're doing what they want to do and, and and it's paying their bills right you know like there's so many artists who are making a living that you don't know of right that you've never heard of yeah. you know like sometimes i'll be on like ig i come across a page i'm like who the fuck is this right and they got <laughs> millions of followers you know what i'm saying yeah. hell of you it's, it's not bought it's like real right. shit you know what i right. mean and i'm like who is this you know because there's so many different wards wards you can live in and so in my mind I, I just get confused sometimes when i hear people talk about like art and and how they can cons- how it's consumed and i'm like yo like first off like doing this is not a lot of people who can say that that they're artists right and they're making a living off of it you know like it's a very small amount of people the same way it's very small amount of people who who play professional sports right yeah it, man so when you, when you really step back and look at it like it's really Im- impossible to do right you know like it the cost of entry is lower for music but when it comes to like you know the sustainability yeah and the top tier guys like that's damn near impossible right you know so it's like there's a lot of middle ground yeah that people forget about or don't think about but it's a lot of people in that middle who are making a career doing what they love and they can you know don't have to work a nine to five right exactly and there's like so many ways to build a sustainable fan base that can really thrive behind you and support you along the way where I don't think I think I think too many people aim too big sometimes, and if yeah. they don't hit it, that's what deters yeah. you. And there's some people who just are who just like your cash your casual listener, right? You know, like I was talking to this dude earlier, and I was like, you know, believe it or not, there's some people who only know like Jay Z's biggest hits, right? Like they never they might not have went back and dug into his discography and right. said, oh, you know, he got 13 great albums, right? You know, um, but they know Hard Knock Life. Right. Or they might have caught on with New York, New York, yeah. or they might have caught on with 99 Problems, you know. Um, and, you know, okay. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but you, and you like, even the fact that they like that music and they're like not going above and beyond to discover more shit they're going to like too. You know what yeah. I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like, you know, if, 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 if that's, because like somebody asked me one earlier today, it's like, you know, um, Another interview he was talking, he was like, you know, yeah, my, I be, you know, trying to tell my friends like, yo, 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 y'all got to really listen. And, and we had this conversation about being like a one hit wonder. And I'm like, well, what does that, what does that really look like? Right. You know, like, what does that really mean? Um, and if that means like, you know, I can have a sustainable career and pay my bills and can travel. I'm okay with that. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, it's yeah, better yeah. than fucking not knowing what you're gonna do or have to go back to school or go do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially knowing that some of the biggest artists in the world are known for their biggest like work. Right. You know, like yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if that makes sense, it's yeah. like um, there's some fans. You know what I mean? That you know are diehard fans yeah, and they they consume everything. But I know some people who who only you know turn on a playlist and whatever's on that playlist is how they find a new music yeah of course right you know so that's yeah. what i mean right like, no yeah, for sure yeah that's interesting so you go uh, you know you 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 create this project you you obviously didn't give up right <laughs> you're still here standing here bro <laughs> but so then what how do you kind of navigate the next few years it's like there's so much time you, you don't prefer to be in the studio you're getting experiences yeah, in la yeah. um have you toured since then um, well, so after the album dropped, I was doing shows. You got to do a lot yeah, of shows. Yeah, I was doing shows, you know. Right. Um, but at, at some point, you know, that starts to slow down. So then it's like, all right, what's next? Like, let me start working on the next thing. Right. Know, the next album, the next project. And that's how it should go, at least. Right. And some people are working on that simultaneously, you know what I mean? Like, they're on the road and they're still recording and still right. writing. But mentally, I just wasn't, I wasn't in that space. Right. And so after, you know, in between projects, you know, it's just not many shows coming because you're in between projects. And then I think probably like a year and a half ago, I started really working out and I just brought me clarity. You know mm. what I mean? I just really helped with um, with my creative process, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like probably the direct correlation between completing this new album or finding, finding a reason to create. That's interesting. Yeah. The, like the having that as like your side hobby is yeah. a, like when you work out I don't know why mm-hmm. for some reason like so me and Dave will be working in here every single day right we when both go to the gym and we make that shit uh, an immediate like that's the first thing we like to get done in the morning we gotta yeah. do it what time and, are you in there uh, it just depends sometimes we're trying to act like we're cool and can get up at 5am sometimes we be in there at 9 so it's like but we try to go in the morning okay. but when I'm in there Dave will know I'm in, I'm in the gym because all of a sudden I'm firing off ideas to him. Like yeah. I, I just think of a million fucking things. I'm like, dude, we to the point where I sometimes will walk out of the of a workout because I'm like, all right, this is it. Yeah. I, I just found the key. <laughs> and when he's there, he needs to be listening to music loud as shit, and he doesn't want to think about anything for yeah. an hour and a half. Like yeah. when you're in the gym, is that what you're? Is that do you find like inspiration or ideas or begin brainstorming for your record? Is that did that start happening at that point, or you just yeah. feel better? I, I feel better um it's, it's, it's a combination of all that yeah you know like some days you know i it's a way for me to consume like podcasts or yeah. a book you know other days i'm listening to you know albums that i haven't been able to to check out right you know other days um i'm listening to instrumentals you know so it's it just, it just depends but i just know it's it's a window where it's going to give me some kind of clarity right you know yeah for sure yeah and it might be ideas but sometimes it's weird because be, some days you're in there like fuck I need to work out because <laughs> <laughs> I know in between sets you just you know jotting down notes and yeah. shit or like the ideas or you call it you're like oh shit I got called I you know. know so it's like I'm trying to find that like put my phone away type thing but yeah. then my workout is on my phone too so right. it's like yeah. yeah I know I put on do not disturb and try to yeah like, I do that rock, I do that for sure that. it's sick yeah. cause yeah I'll but just then I go to IG in yeah. between yeah I'm, a, I'm working on it right I know yeah. <laughs> um, but th- there's like a four year gap right before from from when you dropped that shit in 2016 you just dropped your recent what month did yeah you? it was January three years and ten months 
to the <laughs> to the point. All right, so that's a long time, right? Like relatively, yeah, it's, it's pr- fairly long from an artist that like you kind. I mean, the common theme is usually like someone drops something if it gets heat. The, yeah, they keep going, they keep going, yeah. like try yeah. to ride it real quick. Yours was almost the opposite. You're like, okay, I need to. I'm not really inspired right now for that, and and it took some time, and then you kind of kicked it in the gear, right? So it took you a year and a half to to record. Yeah, so it's like, like so basically like it was like a year and a half after after the album dropped. I'm still riding the wave, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like still doing shows, still you know whatever you do after album drop. And so <laughs> right. in in theory, you would have been you know tucking songs away, right? You know. Um, I, like to that point, like I said before, I just wasn't there mentally, like right. in a creative space. Yeah. So probably about like a year and a half ago th- is when I started working out and when it's to start to come to me. Like, okay, right. it's making more sense to me now. Yeah. You know, um, like for the most part, like I f- from from my perspective, like when I step back and look at most like quality or bodies of work that will, will like last it's like it's like like a two year process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Um, I know that it's not always like that. Right. Um, but for the most part, like the guys of our generation who we looking at the Kendricks, the Coles, even right. the, the Drakes, you know, they're not just turning out tuning out albums. Right. You know, um, it's not an excuse. You know, because I would love to be able. Some artists who can go in the studio and just knock shit out. Right. Know, they just do it. They just do it. And it's not like I can't I can't do that. Right. It just won't be as meaningful for me in the kind of art that I make. Yeah, you want to live in it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, you know, so like that dynamic too. Um and then, you know, just just being um I don't wanna say hard on myself, but just making sure I'm saying what, what I wanna say or what I'm trying to say, or that I'm conveying the message I'm trying to get out, you right. know, it's just, just a process. Yeah, yeah, of course. How'd you come up with the title on this? Um, it, it sounds very selfish, you know. I think when people first hear it, like keep everything yourself, like yeah. we, we don't share, like what do you mean, right. you know? Um, but it's kind of like ties into the working out, like self care, take care, um, asking yourself tough questions, you know, like why do I believe this, you know? Um, sure. Do I really believe this, you know? Um, so all of that shit so it just became like a, like a mantra of like um like taking care of like yourself and, and self work hmm. um b- before you you know step out into the world right you know yeah that's dope who who were you working with any of the guys from the group on this or who who'd you work on nah, this album it's with? just the first project i've done completely outside of any of like previous music ties so what's that mean to you like i mean that's a big step right like no yeah definitely definitely um it's it's like a it's just more affirmation you know what i'm saying like okay you can do it you know it's not 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 like i ever doubted myself but it's more so like like oh i could do it you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah, it's like you know hitting the winning shot you're like i know i could do it and i just did it you know that kind of thing right um it it was um it, it, it was fun (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, we have fun. You know, it was a lot of, because, um, like, the main producer, my guy, Narell, he's based in New York. Okay. Um, and so, you know, he's, ironically, I was at this party in, in L.A. one night, and this dude just ran up on me. He was like, yo, yo I, fu- I fuck with your music, you know. My guy, Narell, you should link with him. Like, he he, he produced um, Hella Hoes for ASAP. And I was like, 
okay. was like, oh, word. You know, I fuck with that, with that joint. And yeah. so I think he, he, I think he put us on either text or email that night. And then it just started was, building. Yeah, the rest of history. So he, he produced eight of the 12 songs. Right. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So all, it's like, so even in the dial in in your most ideal situation, like all right, I got my shit together. I like LA. I'm gonna record. You're still sending fucking songs. Back. Exactly, exactly. So it's like you know, but it, it just worked because I think a lot of times, like well, not a lot of times. I say in my experience, like dealing with some producers, um, they don't want to take instruction. Like right. it's like this is what I want you to to rap on. This is what I think sounds good for you. And it's like I, I okay, but I'm very in, Intuitive, like I'm very like hands on with the music. Like I know, I, I kind of pride myself on being an A and R, right. you know. So yeah. it's like, you know, he was. It was easy to work with him because he, he, he. There wasn't any pushback. Like he would sometimes challenge me and say, "Well, I think this could work for you," and I and then we'd talk through it. Right. And I'd be like, "Well, I, I don't know," but you know, this is probably the first time I've been as like even open to taking like. Constructive, constructive criticism or whatever you yeah whatever call it. it's yeah, called like, like it, our advice you know yeah, what I mean sure. like like and it wasn't necessarily on, on the the raps per se it was just more so on the st- production style right sure like you know I, th- I think you should do this and I'm like nah I don't know bruh right like nah I think you should so it's like alright fuck it I'll, I'll try it right like that kind of yeah, thing yeah, you yeah. know but for the most part it was very like yo I'm sending references I'm like yo this is this is the direction I want to go in and he was like alright cool right you know, and, and chop it up. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. Wait, I, I mean, I imagine like you're doing loads of press on this project or whatever, and people uh-huh. are going to nitpick it. But for people who are listening to this, we, especially this creative community that yeah. we have, if someone's listening to this shit for the first time, hearing an interview with you, uh-huh. what's the best way you could describe that album? Like, who's on it? What's it sound like to you, for, mm. for you with this project? If you've, I would say you can, it sounds like the maturation of Jero. Um, but if you've never heard anything, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's no no reference. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it. it excuse me, it's that coffee. You're good. I think it. Um, I think it, it's it, it has some nostalgia to it. Um, but it's not. But it's today, right? You know what I mean? Like if that makes sense, it's like. Um, it, it, it's I don't know I don't you know it's, I just say it's me I got, I got to li- yeah. I listened to like half of it today okay. and, and it felt it felt like relaxing yeah you know what I mean like it, it's like I could focus on what you were saying like yeah. it wasn't too much happening you know what I mean which it was enjoyable but I'm, yeah it's interesting to hear you say the nostalgia factor of it yeah yeah and because I, I, I think that's there um, but you know it still feels like you know 20 2020 right. yeah, yeah you bring it up yeah sure yeah damn so now that that's out what's like the intention for you right now with having this new project you run off the steam of that like you said last one went for a year and a half what are you doing i'm taking another one? break are you no nah, i'm joking i was like what <laughs> nah 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 i'm in a, i'm in a different space mentally you yeah know what i mean like like just i'm i just i'm just ready to, I'm, i just want to create yeah you know um i'm gonna figure out shows and tours um but you know i just I'm just in a creative space. Yeah. Yeah. So how often do you, like right now, balance of like recording, trying to get in and actually record stuff or just, for you, what's a yeah. creative space? like? Um, Thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. thinking about it, then, you know, for me, it's like, it pushes me to, to do something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not even thinking about making music, then right. 
that's some other shit, you know. But it's like um, my mind, I'm like, there's a couple of tracks that I have already that I need to finish that yeah. I want to finish, and so it's like I right, carving out time to to because I don't need to finish it all in one setting. I just sure. need to make sure I allocate some time to to put effort into it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, no, sure. And then eventually it'll get done. But there's like two drawings that I need to finish, like like ASAP. Right. Yeah. That was dope. Fuck man, it's a crazy career. It's like a wild ride. No, it is over ten years. Like yeah. from you know what I mean. Like to really bring it to this point and to now successfully have like sustained yourself as a solo yeah. artist, which is like, I mean, it's just I don't think people will ever understand what it's like to come from a group into solo. Mm-hmm. And that's a like applaud you for that because there's yeah. no way that's easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not, it's not. I mean, anybody that's been in a codependent relationship knows what it's like. Right. When when it, when you break up, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, oh shit, you know, I've, I was leaning on them a little too, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a real thing, right? You know, and I just look at relationships; they are the same. It's just the intimacy changes. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? Like, the foundation of relationships are still the same. You know, you might be. Ha- I'm not saying you are, but you might be having sex with your friends. But for the most part, I'm not having sex with my friends. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like. It's the same shit You know what I'm saying Like you gotta have trust Communication yeah, right. You know what I mean Like yeah. all of that shit Is the same Right It's just intimacy change Right Yeah um, We always do this Q&A session With our Patreon squad So I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna fire out Some questions from the community To you Okay bet bet um, I won't keep you here too long Alright so Dakota asked He said Is first, live? Uh, no Oh okay No okay. I just like I let him know you were coming Oh okay okay yeah. I was like damn <laughs> Yeah uh, uh, He said first of all Your music is slap Alright loves your music And slaps my question is when when really got it popped off mm-hmm. did you find yourself working harder than ever to ride that wave of recognition and get right back into the studio or did you have opportunities to come up uh did you have opportunities come up that put the new album on hold till recently and congrats on the new album which we kind of dive into yeah. but i mean riding that wave like it almost felt like you know it, it goes out and you were doing i mean you did you are on 2k yeah 2k nike spot did a beats uh, campaign Samsung or something that I read um, did you do anything with Samsung th- that was like fly you shit oh okay yeah right. yeah fly you shit um, but all that shit came out of just from the one yeah, record well, well I had rapport with, with a lot of those companies which is sometimes you know they just need you, they need something it, it was it, it was a perfect opportunity for, for the people that would been championing me right to step to up and be like in. yeah let's go right you know yeah um, so I don't know if it was it was like yo I need to ride this wave um, because still at the time I still didn't have no producers right you know I still didn't have no engineer so the idea that I was going to keep going just well, if, wasn't even if you did at that time like everyone would be like fucking go outside like go yeah. do you know what I mean mix like yeah. those those campaigns and everything can like become iconic obviously it's no, like for sure, yeah. you're in a game bro like yeah. to, to have a, like that stuff's wild like yeah no that shit is it's just dope you know like Shit, you know what I mean? Like growing <laughs> up, like to the point about you know ending like, up on a on a court. It's it was like, rock. You playing video games, like damn, like I wish I was in this game. Yeah, you know now your music is in it. You know that's so, unreal. Yeah. That's crazy. So what when when you were negotiating those deals to, or not negotiating, but like getting those deals mm-hmm. that start leveling you up financially, so that you could kind of focus on where you wanted to go moving forward. Like you don't have independent or you don't have label budgets anymore, right? Right. right. So a lot of artists need those types of deals. No, you need them. You need those sync deals. You need... You I mean, need, you get them when you have a label too, yeah. but like, fuck. Yeah, but you need those. And, and ironically, a lot of times what it does is it, is it creates opportunities to make money outside of music. Mm. You know what I mean? Like 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 the Nike ad, for example, that's not a music 
related thing you know right. now i'm modeling right yeah right you know what i mean yeah. so, so 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 that's the the, the trade-off i want to say trade-off but that's the um like a benefit of sure you know of putting out your art and then other disciplines or other industries are coming like yo you know we should we could, we could do this too right yeah that's amazing um okay let me ask another question sorry uh damo he says uh before the success of really got it everyone went straight to that <laughs> uh how did you stay motivated and keep pushing for placements like were you actively ever looking for placements besides uh, uh, even with artists like were mm-hmm. you ever actively trying like yo we gotta get a feature with this person we gotta get a feature with this person not per se um cause if, if you notice like on my on my projects it's not feature heavy right like, and, and if there are features the R&B features right um so that that's kind of intentional um I do understand I know the value of of features um it's just in this particular the way that I wanted to present my art, you know, I'm doing enough rapping. Yeah, sure. You know, um, you know, so it wasn't as if I was, you know, actively pursuing features. It was just more so like, um, let me just finish this album. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Get the message across and yeah. like showcase what you can do. Yeah. So it really got it. You know, I was just bunkered down. Um, and sometimes, you know, you, you hit a creative like streak. Then other times it's just not there for you, so right. you just gotta like take advantage of it when it comes. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, his follow up question was, "How would you recommend getting away from a desk job to pursue a career in music and entertainment? <sighs> Any suggestions?" Well, it depends on where you live, because um, I think just some opportunities are just you know more readily available in different markets. Right. You know. Um, Yeah, good luck. <laughs> 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 no, I want to tell you to quit your job, but, but quit your job. I don't know. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Like, right, right, right. No, I feel you. I mean, it's one of those things where you just know there's no right, wrong. It's case by case. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, you find your success in Ohio. Yeah. And move for more. You had a- yeah, it's just case by case. And, and if you, you know, can't sustain a lifestyle without working a, a nine to five, then, you know, that gives you time to allocate yeah. to pursuing what you want to do. Absolutely. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, find a hustle. Let's fucking run after that shit. You know? Like, you know. <laughs> nah, that's solid. I, uh, I appreciate you doing this interview, bro. Oh, I appreciate you having me. Um, yeah. Before we wrap it up, I always do this thing where I let you basically pick a hashtag, right? Uh-huh. So what I'm gonna tell everyone to do if they're listening to this on like an audio platform, yeah. uh, we have the YouTube shit, so you can watch our face talk to each other. Word, uh, word. But I want them to go to the comment section, and mm-hmm. they're gonna put this hashtag that you put, and I also want them to give us a takeaway that they got from this interview. So okay, okay? so you could choose whatever hashtag you want, and then they'll all go through and do that. Okay, hopefully it's uh, takeaway is perseverance. But I will say, um, let's do keys. Keys. K e y s. Keep everything yourself. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Damn, Keys. That's hard. All right, cool. We're running with that. Uh, thank you again, bro, for real. No, thanks. It was great to thank meet you. you. It was awesome. All right, that's it. Boom. Thank you, man. That's it for episode 160. Huge thank you to Jerome for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you to everyone that listened all the way through. We love it if you drop um, the biggest takeaway that you got from this episode and, and use that hashtag that Jerome said on the podcast and do it in the comments on this YouTube video. If you're not listening on YouTube, you should hop on YouTube real quick just to you know send it real quick and, and drop that line. We'd appreciate that. Um, yeah, if you want a chance to ask any of our guest questions like we did on the show today, we have the Q&A experience with our Patreon 
Patreon community. You can join the, the crew at jointhehomies.com and submit your questions there. Follow us on Instagram at Black Window Cream for show for show. And uh, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every single Wednesday and Sunday. See you in a few days, you bitch. bitch.